Good morning, everybody, and Shabbat Shalom. I'm going to warn you right now, Rabbi Lauren, I'm going to mess this up with my Gentile accent. Uh, <laughs> uh, this week's parasha is entitled Ekev. Ekev, okay, thank you. Which means consequence. Uh, it covers Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 12, and it goes to chapter 11, verse 25. Deuteronomy is organized as a series of discourses by Moses with a concluding address or his final words given to the nation of Israel as they prepared to enter the land that Adonai had promised on oath. These words recall the past activities of God in order to build identity for this new generation. The people are then called to commit to faithfully serving God in the future based on that community identity. Moses tells Israel that they must listen and then keep and then do. Now, beginning in chapter 7, Moses says, Then it shall come about, because you listen to these judgments and keep and do them, that the Lord your God will keep with you his covenant and his love, which he swore to your forefathers. The nation of Israel here has promised many blessings, ranging from an abundance of children to material wealth and the increase of their livestock, grain, and new wine. They're promised good health and victory over their enemies. And Moses assures the people that they need not fear their enemies because the Lord himself will send hornets to drive the people out bit by bit. I don't know if everybody remembers those murder hornets from a few years ago, but if you can imagine that. <laughs> In verses 25 and 26, we find a thought-provoking command that is given to God's people. It says, you shall burn the carved images of their gods with fire. You shall not covet the silver or gold that is on them, nor take it for yourselves, lest you be snared by it. For it is an abomination to the Lord your God. Nor shall you bring an abomination into your house, lest you be doomed to destruction like it. The Lord was using the nation of Israel to drive out the Canaanites because of their wickedness and specifically their horrible religious and sexual practices. To take gold or silver ornaments or ornaments from pagan idols into their tents was a direct offense to Adonai to the extent that he calls it an abomination. They were not to keep the spoils of war, nor were they to be put in the tabernacle treasure. In chapter 8, Moses instructs the people to always remember God and all that he's done for them. Israel had just emerged from 400 years of slavery, and they were on their way to becoming a mighty and rich nation. Moses reminds them, and by extension us, that it is God who provides our material comforts and needs. Once we've attained these material blessings, we are warned not to become arrogant and forget God, nor to turn to other gods. I'd say that's pretty sound advice. In chapter 9, Moses reviews Israel's rebellion and speaks of their history and future. Moses assures the people that the Lord will go before them as a consuming fire and destroy their enemies. He warns them not to think in their hearts that these victories are because of any righteousness that they imagine that they have. He goes so far as to repeat three times between verses 4 and 7. Three verses. Moses says, don't think to yourself, it is because of my righteousness that Adonai has brought me in to take possession of this land. And again, Moses says, it is not because of your righteousness or because your heart is so upright. And again, therefore, understand that this is not for your righteousness that Adonai, your God, is giving you this good land to possess. Within three verses, I 
think he was trying to drive a point home there. In chapters 10 and 11, Moses challenges the Israelis to seek God. He reminds them of the making of the two new, the two new stone tablets, which replaced the first tablets that Moses shattered after Israel worshipped the golden calf. Moses had gone back up the mountain, and Adonai wrote his commandments on the tablets once again. So let me share some observations. In the New Covenant, we enjoy a new dynamic. Instead of laws written on stone, God now writes them on our hearts so that no one has any excuse. An often recurring theme throughout the Bible is that Adonai rewards obedience and he punishes disobedience. Therefore, it's not enough to merely hear God's commands and then either ignore them or do them half-heartedly. That's being a wicked and disobedient servant. If we listen, observe, and do the things that the Lord has commanded us, he'll bless us. Not necessarily with material wealth, such as promised to Israel under the Sinai covenant, but certainly with spiritual prosperity, with wholeness, wellness, completeness, with shalom. God's people were not to covet the wealth of the Canaanites. This principle applies today in offerings received at our congregation. No matter how challenging our financial situation might be, the very idea of accepting money earned through objectionable practices should be abhorrent to us. It could be something as simple as accepting money from someone who murders innocent babies by performing abortions or money gained from politicians trying to buy our votes. So using this parasha as a pattern for our own lives, we should readily examine our past and regularly ask God to examine our hearts and our thoughts. When we find that we failed in thought, word, or deed, we can feel confident knowing that if we have placed our faith and trust in Yeshua alone for salvation, and have genuinely received Yeshua into our hearts, we will have that quiet, still voice calling us to repentance. Will you obey? Will you listen? And then keep and then do them. And finally, will you continue to impress God's word upon your hearts and minds and teach them to your children, your neighbors, even your parents if necessary? Listen, keep, and do should be in our hearts and minds as we go about the tasks of each day because this is something that God expects of each and every one of us. May we all examine our hearts and minds and use that as an opportunity to get closer to our merciful Father in heaven. Shabbat Shalom, everyone.